everyone. Relationships are very hard, Hi. even when they're not even difficult. Uh, yeah, it's it's just I mean, it's, it's because it's living with somebody. You guys share like you share the same vicinity for so long. You, you beca- you're basically inner monologuing to your partner at some point. Yes. And like because it's just like a constant stream of both of your guys' thoughts together. Yeah. And, and I you feel... were frustrated about the toast. Yeah. Over. And that is the most. So you're not going to filter it through any kind of thing to your partner. You're just going to be like, this is the fucking wrong piece of fucking toast. Yeah, and I'm and, and see, he's going to take it personally. <laughs> well, yeah, because here's the thing too is like he knows how much I love sourdough and he accidentally bought the wrong size and it's not his problem, which is why no. this is first world and I sound like I sound entitled. <laughs> and I and I felt so bad afterwards, dude. I'm not joking. I'm like, why did you send you... him a text? No. You're like, "Hey, sorry that I was just in a weird mood. Love you. Have fun." I'll wait. I'll wait until he gets back I'll, because like he's probably not going to have service anyway. So it's not mm-hmm. like it matters. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar um, experience um, where like, yeah, if I'm on the receiving end of of. Of being made to feel like I've done something wrong for something uh-huh. really, really little. Yeah. Petty. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just like, so are you like uh, really frustrated about this really small thing? That's not a big deal. And then he'll be like, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, why? And then it's usually something else. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the bread. It had to right. do with a it had to do with bed phone calls. Yeah. So that um, yeah. And I'm totally guilty of it, too. I'll just be like I'll get super annoyed um, at like crumbs on the couch i cannot abide that, see and that's okay i and totally I, get I, it I, I lash out in little ways <laughs> like i get like i get i get bitey i get a little bitchy and then i'm just like and i'm like you know what? I, I need to chill the fuck out like yeah like this is the person who i love the most yeah and share so many experiences with like why am i like haranguing yeah. about the couch crumbs see and and bed phone calls Couch crumbs, bed phone calls, and the wrong size sourdough. None of yeah. it makes any sense, but here we are. People. Yeah. People being people in relationships. People being people in relationships. And I feel like we got to talk about an elephant in the room to for anybody who recognized that we're not live right now talking about Eat, Pray, Love here on Mean Girls oh, Interrupted. You guys, we had some troubleshooting <laughs> errors. Something was going wrong. Yeah, it was totally working out on the host side, but because Travis and I don't record this in the same room, um, uh, the co-host feature was not working. No, it wasn't working. It was basically just we did go live, but it was just Travis and I just um, uh, sounding frustrated. (laughs) Yeah, it was us. It was mostly me. Actually, John's very level. John's John's a very level-headed person even though he does get mad about couch crumbs which he just admitted Livid. but like i get it though because like you don't want to have like bread and you don't want to mm-hmm. have like food on your furniture even crumbs on the floor which is hard to keep at bay yeah but if i feel them on my feet well see that's ooh, one thing it's like ooh, cat no. litter cat litter on your feet exactly it's that sensation it's i'm just disgusting. like disgusting even with like socks on you can feel the yeah. little pebbles and everything it's, it's just Mm-hmm. atrocious so i have to walk around with like rubber um rubber heeled uh slippers around around the house because i can't stand feeling 
the, the crumbs the, the crumbs underneath the sock that are sticking to the sock i get or whatever. it ever even if it's just like a wayward piece that just like sends me into this like oh god yep and the wrong size toast for me apparently that is the hill i die on yes yes it's the wrong size bread and i'm like just buy a bigger fucking toaster you loser and then you can have this <laughs> full bread i could go buy a, a bigger toaster i was wondering why that is like why why is your toaster so limited to a particular small size well it's i don't know because i think we've had this toaster for so long john we buy so much shit on qvc and we've never bought a toaster you need to buy a QVC toaster, and I'm sure they have one specifically for a lot of different sizes. I know. So I'm, you know what? I'm just going to do it this way. Yeah. I never have to get mad at Redacted, even though he's the nicest person for going to buy it for me because he yes. buys it specifically for me. Oh, that's so sweet. Not for him, for me. Yeah. Because I, if I'm addicted to anything, it's alcohol and sourdough. <laughs> and, and crystal meth in those orders kidding. oh crystal meth yes 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 no no sourdough no, no. is a, really really good have you ever had a sourdough crystal bagel meth. i just you know dabble <laughs> yeah but sourdough bagels sourdough have you ever so had good. one yeah that sounds so good and no i've never had a sourdough bagel you gotta do it john i'm going to okay so everyone that's <laughs> that's what happened no live we're yeah. still doing eat pray love we are going to have a live episode at some point once John and I figure this out. We're going to figure it out. And it'll be so much fun for all of you and for us. Mm -hmm. And we're mm -hmm. probably not going to choose to do it on a Sunday because we realize that it's all church services. Ooh, yeah, we were like, what's going on here after we gave up? We're like, what's happening on the menu for the lives available to listen to? <laughs> it is the menu. all like... <laughs> I, the the top one is there was a full exorcism going on. The menu was there were communion tongues being spoken, and I was like, oh. "What is this?" Yeah, and I'm like, "I don't like this. This is triggering. I don't. I don't do this. I do not mess with the Lord. Um, I do not. I do not pray. I I do not love. And he I does, don't eat. He barely eats. He barely <laughs> eats. He doesn't pray, and he doesn't love. Yeah, not on a Sunday anyway. Not on a Sunday. So there we'll figure it out circle back. But if you want, if you if you need to know, like when, uh, just follow us now on Instagram. It's at Mean Girls Interrupted Pod. It's um, not even Pod. I actually, it, you, we have just Mean Girls Interrupted. Oh, it's just just Mean Girls Interrupted. Yeah, we got it somehow. Okay. Someone didn't steal it from us. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay. I logged in the other day and I put a no context photo of Julia Roberts, the one that I sent you. Yeah, yeah in there on it and so we're gonna try and post there because i actually have fun like i have fun posting like goofy random shit on instagram yeah, yeah the travis's job is to find like the content to reshare so I, the goofy I, have, stuff. I have no problem doing that and i'll handle the more informative things yeah. like when john we go live like, next yeah of course john does like the analytical stuff he's like very um john's very with it and i'm very like no, we're, we're with it in different ways, Travis. Don't even say that. That's because okay. I can't. I got, I have no. I don't know social media humor. It's hard for me. I appreciate it, but I can't like be like, oh, let's put this on the on the gram. Yeah, I see. But I'm a bit of a space cadet when it comes to those like the those sorts of things, like the technical sides. Technical sides of things are not for me. Yeah, but that's why we're like the double headed monster. We are because we complete each other. We complete each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 
Travis. Oh, for all of you out there, I'm drinking a Bud Light right now in support of Dylan uh, Mulvaney. Who's that? Uh, who everyone was so mad that was getting a sponsorship. She's trans. She started transitioning on TikTok and became very famous. Oh, and cool. Bud Light did a partnership with her. And no joke, like every hillbilly and three tooth bastard uh, and their mother. Like, was I ain't like, drinking no Bud Lights no more. We're never drinking Bud Light because of Dylan Mulvaney. It's like, really? <laughs> okay. It's not like good crazy. beer. It's you're not good insane. beer and it's affordable. So if you want to spend more, go for it. But I'm going to yeah. drink this because it is serviceable. And I <laughs> is it support, serviceable? Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works. It's fine. Hmm. And I'm going to drink it because people are mad. Yeah. And they can be mad over there. And Let them be mad. You're mad about just... a trans person over what? Yeah. People are fucking dumb. Stupid. Yeah. It's we so support, stupid. We support trans people. We support here everyone here who is supportive of other people. Yeah. We are an, an inclusive group. We like straight people who like uh, everyone else. <laughs> if you're a straight person who isn't ignorant, yeah. get fucked for real. Yeah. Like I could not care Ugh. one bit. Yeah. I don't care if you're alive or dead. That, let's put it that way. I know that sounds crazy, but you are the problem. Well, I mean, I'm sure that feeling is mutual. You want to know? I know. But you want to know what's so crazy is like they like to say they like to make jokes about um, identifying. This person identifies this way. Well, do you identify as a Christian or are you a Christian? It's like yeah. it works the same way. It's like you can say this person identifies, but at the end of the day, who cares how someone yeah. identifies? It's it's nobody's concern but the person. So. Yeah, it's like Dylan's more of more of a woman than you are of a Christian. Yeah. So you can choke on a bag of dicks or choke on the Bud Light that you no longer want to drink. Yeah, exactly. So. And- that's my like, TED talk. I'm so sorry. I just got so <laughs> triggered. No, it is triggering. It's a fucking big deal. I mean, it's 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 being made into this huge. Like. You know, you know how they do. They like yeah. to divide and conquer. Oh, yeah. And this is their this is their subject of the year. Yep. And it's not just Dylan, who everyone has been jumping on for some reason. Yeah. It's any trans person. It's. Trans well, people it's, it's of whatever color. target it's whatever target like Fox News and other bullshit places like come together and they're like, let's attack this person Dude, people on social media are like this. But let's attack this trans person. Who's that, famous. It's evil, dude. It's actually evil. It is. It's really diabolical. And it's like, like I don't know. Full grown adults attacking her. And she's she is like 22. I think she's yeah. basically a child. She's barely old enough to drink. Yeah, it's like it's fucked up. And uh dangerous and uh, it's incredibly dangerous it is and it's not not just like on a direct level like you're gonna have violence inflicted on you it's for the younger people who are on social media just regular everyday trans non-binary people who are like seeing all the hatred and feeling like like they're validated and thinking that they don't have a place in the world and that is dangerous because obviously trans people uh, trans kids, they a lot a lot of the time like uh, have suicide ideation. At yeah, an which early is age. not okay. Yeah, and that's not cool. No, and so. if you are someone or know someone who has it, we will have a link in this episode to hotlines if you need to talk to someone. Yeah, so it's like also, um, is it eight one one? 
I'm not 100% <clears throat> certain. I know there are specific hotlines, but we can yeah. put it out there. We can find them too for our inter- international listeners if you don't have them. Yeah. It's just like, like fucked up because it's like um, people who are like hatred, like they're like in Iowa and they they don't agree with um, like thinking that trans people are real and like, existing or whatever, whatever their idea. I don't know. I don't understand why they hate or dislike trans and non-binary people. I just don't get it. But whatever the case, whatever they're thinking is like if they're posting hateful shit on social media and stuff like that or peddling the hateful message against trans people, they're like they're that is that has a dangerous real world effect on trans people. Uh, no, yeah. It's like, and so, it's a trickle down. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's insane. Also, you know what? Iowa, no one gives a shit about you. I know. Why are they the first in line to to vote in the Electoral College? Also, Idaho, not even Iowa, but mostly Idaho. Idaho is disgusting. Idaho, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, here's the thing. There's I mean, let's call a spade a spade. We're not even going to talk about yeah. it. We're Listen, not going to. If you're out there and you love everybody, cool. We Keep like doing you. you, hunty. You have a safe space here and there are safe spaces for you all over. If you don't like us, if you don't like that we're gay and that we're accepting of people around us, then we have some news for you. Um, uh, fuck yourself. That's eat the shit, headline. Die. Yeah. Eat shit and die. <laughs> uh, instead of eat, pray, love, eat shit, die. Okay, so welcome to the show back to eat, pray, love, because now that now that I've been able to express some of my frustrations with the morning and my sourdough debacle. Yeah, um, we're going to start talking about this movie. And it's called Eat, Pray, Love 2010 starring Julia Robert, uh, Julia, Julia Javier, Robert. Julia Ardem, Julia Ardem. Giardem. Juliardem. Giardemia. I like this. Lovato. Mm-hmm. Lovato. Yeah, Giardem. <laughs> Giardelli. <laughs> Giardelli. Giardelli Lovato. So that's where we are now. Um, so this yeah. movie came out in 2010. I don't know how much this movie cost, but because rom-coms. It looks expensive. Yeah. I honestly wonder if the reason why Julia signed on for this movie is because she she, just stand there and do nothing. And also she got to go to a bunch of different places to film this. Yeah, there was like on location. Like they spared no expense. Yeah. But they never Um, did with her because Julia Roberts had the mm. rom-com draw that anybody could wish for. Yeah, they knew they had the box office draw right away. They can make whatever movie they wanted. They were like, let's do this book, Eat, Pray, Love. We're going to adapt it. Which was a runaway hit. So, Eat, Pray, Love was, it's a memoir. I, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Or it's or not, maybe just nonfiction. Maybe not a memoir. Oh. Well, I but, mean, it could basically be a memoir. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Rotten Tomatoes. Here we go. Let's just get our stats up here real quick, everybody. Okay. Um, so, um, it, this obviously stars Julia Roberts. Do you know that it was directed by Ryan Murphy? I did. I didn't know that going into it. I didn't know until I saw it at the credits. Yeah. So if that's what you mean, did I know? I I saw it. I saw it at the credits. Oh no, I did not know beforehand. Yeah. I had no clue Ryan Murphy directed this. 
Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, it makes sense whenever I look back at all the wide angle lens photography. Oh. I'm like, yeah, that's that's carried on into um, American Horror Story. I hate it whenever he does the wide angle lens, though. It's so dumb. You want to know? Okay, so it's so <laughs> weird to me because one of my favorite photographers does wide angle lens. Tim okay. Walker. Tim Walker shoots with Tilda Swinton almost on the regular. Those two together make the most incredible fashion imagery, and it's always the widest. The fisheye is so distorting, and it's so incredible to me. But I yeah. didn't notice the wide angles on this. There I were think- wide angle shots. Like, I mean, there's one in particular where, like, uh, Viola Davis, who's also in this. Yeah, is- I, John, how could we forget? <laughs> Viola Davis. Hey, how could we but- forget Viola? Viola before she was like a huge, 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 huge. But name. still the best thing in this movie. She always is. It's like, she I, ha- I wonder if she gets annoyed with with roles like this. Probably. You know, because like she, but because she knows she that it's going to advance the career. Well, yeah, because she actually has range. And this is just a rom-com. Yeah. But in here, she was a believable character. She was a believable character, but also just like. A little token. You know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't think she felt token. I actually felt like. No, her performance wasn't token, but her role, her role in general. That could have been. Was the token friend who's like, yeah. Yeah. The the voice of reason for her. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Like, you shouldn't do that. They're being impulsive. Honestly, John, if you were to come to me and be like, this time would be like, work. I'd be like, go. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. I'm not going to tell you not to. I, that's what I thought too. So what we're talking about is so Julia Roberts is a very wealthy, successful woman, also living incredibly in self-absorbed, and very narcissistic energy coming it off right truly off the bat. So self-absorbed. When I was watching this, I was like, "Oh, okay." She's like a oh, poor little rich girl. She's so unhappy. <laughs> I don't want to be married. Yeah, but so she has no reason to divorce her husband, other than the fact that she doesn't want to be married right now. No, and they've been together for eight years, and she's like, "She's like, by the way, I'm divorcing you and upending your life." Right, and so the- she does that. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not ready. Also, I don't know who that actor is, but when he got into the elevator. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning of this, it all starts with a divorce. That's pretty much how this goes. And yeah. it's like, Julia's like, I have to find myself. And here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Italy. I'm going to go to India and I'm going to go to Bali. But for some reason, she can't do that as a married person, which is like the most heteronormative thing ever. Toxic. Well, she well, he doesn't want to go. And she's like. Now we're getting a divorce. She's like, well, fine. If you don't want to go with me to travel, because he's still trying to find himself, even though he is a full grown adult. But here's the thing. Yeah. I find myself every day trying to figure out who the hell I am. Yeah, it's true. But she has to go. Like, she has she has to do everything. She seems very type A, if you ask me. Um, Not seems. John, she is. A, that is a type A person. Also, she power dynamics all throughout this and they don't even talk about it. Because uh, she she divorces Billy Crudup, who is the actor who plays her husband. And um, he's like, uh, she is she's the one with all the money. And she's like, you know what? Take everything. Take, take all of all. my things. And he was and like, like, no, he's like, absolutely not. I'm not going to take fucking anything from you. And then he ends up just walking away from that marriage. 
to completely heartbroken and she like goes off to Italy. <laughs> but heartbroken, like maybe doing okay, but definitely not as okay as whenever he was married to Julia Roberts. So she's like, Oh, I feel kind of bad about that. Okay, Italy time. And well, she goes not to- before <laughs> she goes. Not before she fucks a, an, an actor on like an off, off, off oh, Broadway right, right. production of whatever so like she cut wrote. So it's cut to like months or a year after the divorce. And she goes to a play that she wrote with her and uh, um, and uh, Viola Davis is with her in the audience. And James fucking Franco is the actor basically playing her husband. Yeah. And he and they have a they have a romance, but she's. They have a relationship. I forgot about this. Yeah, because it's so inconsequential and it doesn't matter to this movie. They should have left this shit on the cutting room floor. Uh, Yeah, yeah, for sure. The only reason why they kept it in is so that she could have like some. What is it? Catalyst. I don't know. She had like this introspective moment where she's like, I'm I'm still doing all the old stuff I used to do, which is just to be married to the same person for a while. Yeah, it's so, oh my God, dude, it makes no sense. So they have this, they have this dumb romance where he's like, basically he looks like he smells. Yeah. Um, She's, uh, she's on the ground crying and James Franco's like, get off the floor. And she's like, I have to go to Italy. And then she's sitting on the, oh my God, dude, whenever she gets in the car, Viola is, he's like, if you stay we could get Indian food every night. And she's like, you never asked me to stay. Oh, uh, gaslight. John. Gaslight. You never asked me to stay. So blaming another person for your actions. So well, this that's is abusive. Where, that's abusive behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like this person. Yep. This takes like, <laughs> all of this takes place within the first 20 minutes. Divorce. Yeah. Um, finding James Franco, who's a terrible mm-hmm. actor in this. Um, yeah, just, yeah. And then leaving him to go to um, her first destination, which is Italy. Yeah. Where she's, she's in Rome. Eat. She is going to eat everyone because she even says that she's like, I've lost my taste for food. <clears throat> oh, no. This was one of her reasons for getting divorced. She's yeah. lost her taste for food. So it's she, like, girl, that's COVID. Yeah. She stays in like this. She gets holed up in like this, uh, this uh, long term rental, basically. And it's like four months each place. So this four months, she's in this like kind of like boho chic um, a- Italian apartment. That's kind of um, amazing. Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> I would love to stay there. But she's like, oh, it's kind of run down. And she's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, <laughs> this isn't what I got into. So she has to like. She has to so fill her own up- tub with tea water with a tea kettle. Yeah, and she's just like, well, um, so uh, she ends up finding some friends uh, and learning the language and she it's kind of hinted. So she and then they, she just basically eats her fucking face off and drinks her face off. And then but she forms this really special bond with this group of new friends who are Italian. There's like Swedish people like whatever. And she's like, wow, I'm really discovering what friendship really means and camaraderie. And then she's like, "Okay, time to go. Yeah, they have. okay, so that not but not before they have an American Thanksgiving in Italy. Yeah. Where they forget to cook the turkey. And then she does her laugh, the Julia laugh that we all know. (laughs) And then they have it the next day for breakfast. And then she 
leaves. She just bounces, never to be heard from again. She said, I'm out of here. And she goes to India. She's like, thanks, guys. Bye. So the, the eating part of her journey, it's over, everyone. Like, she I'm on a schedule. Ate. And she basically just consumed the lives of these people. And she created these really special bonds and then abandons her friends. John, she's a, she is a leech. <laughs> she is an asshole. She's a leech. Like, yeah. she does it. She interloped into their lives and is like, okay, bye. John, and while she's in Italy, that's whenever she, she sends a stupid email to James Franco's character being like, oh, right. I did all of these things and I didn't need you for them. You're like, you know, you could have just like kept that to yourself. Or you could have just been like, um, I, you guys broke up. Why are you still in contact to, to what? If I ever received an email about like that, I would just be like, so you totally broke my heart to go on vacation. Like we couldn't work it out between us where like you just go on vacation and like open up the relationship or something like that. Like you just had to just ax me all together and then you gloat about it months later. Yeah. Via an, via an email. She, yeah. While her face is covered in fucking marinara. Yeah. She's like, I'm so drunk and full right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. And I just yeah. don't. I'm just writing to say, fuck you. John, do you want to know what was so annoying when she was in Italy? Yeah. I already knew what we were getting into when she got that plate of spaghetti the first time. And she looked yeah. at that spaghetti as if she's never seen spaghetti before. She's like, What's this? And then she cackled her way through eating it as if this <laughs> it was as if it was like if it was hilarious. <laughs> not even just hilarious, but like I'm she can't believe she's mind. Uh, right. Like through she she's from New York City and they have really good uh, Italian food. Places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's living through spaghetti i'm like girl that's not even the best noodle and i just don't understand like the core um the core issue like she never allowed herself to live in new york city in any regard like like you had all you had infinite resources money-wise like why didn't you just go to these places everything was at her fingertips in new york and she was none of her relationships were actually tying her down None of them were real either, apparently. Both of them say, but I feel like both of her, her New York lovers, her husband even says, like, why couldn't you just let me be a part of this journey you want to go on? Exactly. And she's just she has like zero answer. She's like, I don't know, because divorce felt like the only thing I can do. Yeah. A difficult legal battle had to happen beforehand yeah he didn't even have a lawyer he was representing himself yeah and she's just like oh i feel so sorry for you okay bye yeah yeah bye bye uh so now we're so she has left italy she's left her friends behind she has left her ex-lover and her ex-husband so she is just leaving india john she's just leaving like a trail yeah. of bodies, a trail of <laughs> Julia Roberts destruction. <laughs> she is that much of a narcissist that she's just like has casualties in her wake. Her character's um, name is Liz, by the way. Liz. Also, I knew a girl named Liz. I've ne- she I only knew her for two years. Her name was blown, L- nar- blown narcissist. Her name was Liz Harmon. What a cool fucking Sociopath. name, by the way. But. She was so pretty and I thought she was so cool because mm-hmm. we were in middle school and she smoked cigarettes. You know, there was always the mystique of like the the child that smoked. John, I don't even 
obviously she was stealing her mom's cigarettes, but her name was Liz Harmon and I will never forget her. I thought, A, she was gorgeous. B, she looked super cool with that cigarette. Yeah, I bet if you would like look her up now, she's just like craggle faced. I hope not. From the cigarettes. I really hope not. She's Uh, probably dead now. I'll never look. Oh, R.I.P. girl. Okay, so now we're in (laughs) India. (laughs) Yeah, so she goes to India to pray at an ashram or something. Um, And it Uh, seems like she's me. But did you call me? (laughs) No. (laughs) She goes to like she joins this cult. Yes. I know that it's like a guru following thing, but they're all dressed in red. And it reminded me so hard of like this, this documentary called Wild Wild Country about um, this, uh, this, gu- this uh, guru um, temple where like, it, like all of these Americans and, and white people from all over the world, like just went there and they're all like rich people who just go to this, um, this, uh, this commune basically to follow this guru who they like basically idolize and that became a full blown cult. They ended up, they all ended up uprooting and using all of their financial, financial legal resources to move to Oregon. John, I think I listened to this on a podcast. Yeah. It's so wild. And they, John, ended, up, tr- they ended up militarizing and like buying up the, the small surrounding town because they had so much resources because so they wouldn't rich be kicked people. out. Yeah. It was rich people who were doing it. Yes, yes, yes. And like, so that that was right. so given I feel like she joined that cult or something. Okay, I just put this in my notes, the wild, wild country, because I also have Generation Wealth that I'm gonna watch today that you told me. And yet two very good documentaries. Yeah. Okay, so she good. basically joins that and she's just like, Oh, what I have to wash floors in this hotel? Right. That's and then crazy. A girl comes up to her with an actual real life problem. A real, real life. A problem. young girl who is 16 turning 17, who is being handed off for marriage. Not her choice. Yeah. It's an arranged marriage, which is a part of the culture. It is. Yeah. But dare I say it, it's a very it's problematic. Seems, it, yeah. I'm so sorry. I know it's a part no. of people's culture, but I, it's so bizarre. No, I think there's like a, a push against it now because I like, don't think it should happen. No, it's pretty fucked up. I would not want that to happen to me. But plus, I mean, India still has a huge caste system. Like it's bad. Yeah, it's it's troubling. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, I mean, enough about as, that. As every government and and Listen, social structure, social our, institutions are very flawed. Globally. Our country is no better. And no, 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 no. John, we've got we have like an invisible caste system. It's like it's not it's, talked about. John, it's, it's not, not even invisible anymore. No, but it's not like blatantly, it's not, it's not blatantly accepted as real. It's like n- nefariously, um, like undermining, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, we're totally free to do whatever you want. Also, um, every day there's a mass shooting here. Mm-hmm. Every single day in this country, there's a mass shooting. Yeah, disgusting. The, you but, know what? Like, but, no, but you know I'm what? Sorry. Julia Roberts has to go on this walk. But she has to go on this walk. She is in India. Yeah, she's paying all this money to like this this um this place. This Thank commune. you for getting us back on track. By the way, that's cool. <laughs> she's playing. She's like shoveling her money. She's like, why do I have to like do all these chores? And um, I'm not really sure what she learns from this chapter, but she the the um her her woman friend over the course of this four months or whatever um ends up going through with the marriage. 
and yeah. they hold hands at the yeah. end. Well, okay, so Julie Roberts and the and the girl, she's like, hey. So here, okay, so first off, within this four months, she meets a cantankerous old man who I can't remember the actor. Oh right, he calls her groceries. He calls her groceries, which is so annoying. I know, it's and not he even talks funny. about John. He talks about what she eats the whole time she's there. I know it's which she's stupid. annoying, but he's also like, shut up. He was like, I'm not going to finish mine. You can. I know you will. Yeah. And I'm just like, OK, you're also a rich white guy from like Texas or something. Yeah. Who got a divorce because you almost ran your child over because you were drunk driving. Yeah. And he goes on. He has the craziest monologue. Oh, my, all and, of it. Uh, uh, so, I mean, yes, you're a great actor. Amazing. But yes. I'm sorry that this I'm sorry that this writing happened to you. John, yes. Uh, the thing is, though, it's like even when I, it wasn't convincing. He sells it. But I wasn't sold. I, the only reason why I wasn't sold was because of, of all of the rest of the movie that's happened before this. I was just like, we're on like a approaching hour two. I actually hated his character. And if she and if the person who wrote Eat, Pray, Love really met someone like this. That person sucks. Yeah. Like, what did they learn being in India? I don't I don't understand. I still don't understand exactly what she learned from praying in India. No, be all she could tell that girl at the end of it was to be like, so I did this thing. Um, and what I saw for you is happiness. And the girl was like, I'm so glad you saw that because now it makes me feel better. That's literally what she happened gives her at the a end small of ounce of hope to be like, you know what? It's probably not going to be all that bad. Sorry, I've got to go to Bali, which, by the way, she which is so crazy. She's telling this girl it's probably not going to be that bad as she divorced her husband so she could have a trip to Italy, India and Bali. Yeah. So her character, like, she's like, have fun, peace. And then she also she leaves all those people in the dust, too. And she starts a new little segment in Bali in like this gorgeous, like like uh, this hotel stay. It's like tranquil. It's like open air. It's John, beautiful. It looked amazing. I'm it's not like a lie. resort villa. Yeah. yeah. Well, the guy was like, yeah, it's like whatever season it is. So I can offer you a deep discount. She was like, cool, I'll take it. I'm like, girl, how do you have? A She's whole- like, thanks for the discount, but I don't need it. Yeah, but I'll take it. <laughs> but sure. Um, and uh, so, yeah, this is where Javier Bardem comes because she just decides to go and get drunk at the bar a lot. This is the chapter where she just goes to the bar and gets drunk yeah, and reads she- and lays around. She says, Mistress Isabel Brooks would say in her lush era. Oh, she's um, in her lush era. She's like, yeah, I, I have all these really valuable life lessons that I've learned in these other two places. Like, but I'm just in Bali lounging around getting shit faced at the bar. Yeah, she is. She meets a she meets a guy at the bar um, who goes down to the water and is like, let's get in. And then he proceeds to get naked, which, by the way, I paused and rewound and then paused and rewound. Oh, cool. As yeah, you should. Could, this is a Ryan uh, Murphy production. It wouldn't be a Ryan Murphy uh, joint without male nudity. Which I was here for. And I was like, oh, it was fine, though, because like the guy. But Julie Roberts reaction to that is just like. <laughs> John, she uh, runs no. away. She saunters across the beach like he he. She's like, see you later. I'm going to leave you literally high and dry. And um, he's fully nude. No clothes. He. It doesn't make any sense to me. John, she led him wouldn't on. She have had a, wouldn't she have had a really great time? First, 
She, okay. She hey, wanted to. Knowing her, no, she probably wouldn't have had a great she's like, time. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm not allowed to have like, like I can have a good time up until a point, but I can never have the best time. That's just have, not me. I can have as much enjoyment up until the point where it becomes fun and then I have to dip. Like I can't have yeah. any fun. <laughs> I just have to cut things off abruptly no matter in what context. John, she didn't even try. He fully took his clothes off. At that point, I would have been like, okay, I'm not wearing clothes either. Yeah, I'm like, let's let's do this. I'm having a great time. Like what? I know you're going to get sand in your cooch. It's terrible. Do not fuck on the beach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, to the wise. <laughs> but listen, she could have at least let a little loose. I, yeah, she's like, so I mean, it doesn't have a make naked any man sense. standing in front of you. And she's over here complaining about not getting any. Right. But this is my this is my point where she always takes every opportunity to assert a power dominance john you're completely uh, right because she took the power back yeah she said no yeah she's like haha humiliated and naked left naked on the beach sorry I, ew dude because she let him on too yeah uh it's crazy this is someone's memoir this is a real person it's it's a memoir yeah 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 this yeah. is a real person who julia roberts played uh, she sort of like treats everybody like the help in a way. Yeah. So which is kind of also weird. Um, but anyway, so she she runs into Javier Bardem and they have a they have a fun night, but they don't it doesn't really go anywhere. No, but I will. John, can At I first, tell you this? Javier he almost runs Bardem, her over. Yeah. He is Javier, so fucking hot. It's it's interesting to me. Is it? It's interesting to me. It could just him as like a persona. Like I like him as an actor and everything that I've basically seen him in. And uh, he's really good. I know that he's married to Penelope Cruz. I, yeah. Like good. For Lucky him. her. Okay. <laughs> I'm into it. I think that he is so attractive. I'm not joking. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, mean, I don't know what it is about him. There's a quality. There's a, there's definitely a quality I would say. Yeah, but anyway, sorry. Enough no, of not, me uh, fangirling. <laughs> you do whatever you need to do. But um, uh, yeah. So like, he's like really pursuing her. He really he, tries to pursue her. He's so nice too. He's very nice. He's not creepy at all. Like no, he's, he actually is not creepy. He's not, and he's respectful to her boundaries that she's setting up, the walls she's drawing up, and like he. It gets to and she completely leads him on. Oh, very much so. Up to the point where he they're brings, falling in love with each other. Yeah. He brings his son from Australia and they have this trip and it's mm-hmm. all fun and games like the husband like. And she experiences a family for the first time. She does. And she loves it. But she can't let go. Well, of, the thing is, yeah, well. We see how she is with relationships and people. Yeah. She loves she loves to interlope and really feel the experience, but she has to cut abruptly cut it off and like hurt everybody's feelings in her wake. The second it gets stagnant or too hard for her, what I get from this is that she's like, I'm bored. I have to leave. Yeah. Because now now that I'm feeling things and now that I'm feeling things that aren't the honeymoon stage, yeah. I gotta go. Cause I have to always ride. It's like she's always trying to find the dragon. Right. She's chasing the dragon, which are new, fresh experiences. And once yeah. they become a little too familiar, she bounces. And yep. that's 
that's her flaw and that's it's something that's not really that really goes acknowledged in the movie except uh, for the end whenever javier bardem is like hey come on this boat with me and we're gonna like do all this stuff and we're gonna have like a life together basically is what he's saying yeah is asking from her and she leaves them at the docks he ba- he truly says we can make it work between you and new york and me here like we will find a way right it's like this is what people do yeah and they who- find a way to make it work because you love somebody john can you imagine having someone in bali that you could go to yeah a, a reason local? just to go yeah Come on now. Plus a handsome person whose face you could sit on. Like, what also, are we and, doing? She's so and annoying. Like it, and it's not like it's impossible financially. It's completely possible financially for her. And for, for both of them, it, it would appear for both of them. It's they're both very financially stable. Yeah. So it's like we can just have like a global relationship. And that sounds awesome. Yeah. And like, sure, it'll be tough and we'll miss each other. But I mean, that's just what people do. John. Yeah, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Come back. You guys are going to have the best lovemaking. Yeah, it's going to be great. And she's so, she is annoying. Yeah, and she's a writer. She can work from anywhere. John, you want to know what I think? I think that she lives her entire life for articles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She lives her entire life to write an art article. She is Carrie Bradshaw. Yes, that's right. That's right. And so if it's not a good story anymore, then it doesn't matter. Then it's over. The story's over. Yeah, that's exactly the vibe she's putting out there. But so she rejects uh, Javier Bardem. But then something happens. What happens to change her mind? Does she just abruptly change her mind? No. So she goes to meet the guy who in the beginning of the movie was like, you'll come back here. You're going to come back here. So she goes to the, the guy who read her palm, who has like. Four and a half teeth in his head. He's like the cutest old man. And um, he really is. And so then I can't remember. He basically says you're being a fucking idiot. Yeah. He said you gave up on love. Yeah. He basically looked at her and was like, what are you doing? Like, like, what are you doing? You privileged piece of shit. Yeah. While his while his friend over here, she's going to lose her house. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. She does the white savior thing. She does the white savior thing. I forgot about that. So I forgot before about that. all of before she gets back with Javier, her other friend who is in Bali is losing her house. And so she writes all of her friends and all the people in Italy who she hasn't spoken with since she left. Yeah. Her, her the guy who called her groceries, who's in Texas doing Lord knows what. Probably She's like, donate your money to this woman. Yeah. And then. She gives her a check for $18,000. American dollars. And she made sure to say 18000 American dollars. That's what she says. And then the, the woman and her daughter just jump, in, uh, jump up and down in the cheesiest fashion. And then while Julia Roberts is just smiling at them. Yeah. And then it shows this weird montage of their house being built. And they have this checkerboard floor that they've always wanted, which I think is really nice. Kind of yeah, awesome. like a tile that they found that they wanted that they dreamed of having in their house. Yeah. In their, and that was only a fantasy at that point. So Julia but, Roberts, the sweet baby angel, white yeah. savior, gave them a house and then was like, you know what? I am giving and I should be giving Javier Bardem. A blowjob. (laughs) So she finds him somehow. And he immediately takes her back almost. He's been waiting. Almost immediately, yeah. John, he'd been waiting 
I remember when he was sitting yeah. on those rocks staring uh-huh. out. Yeah. And I was like, God, I would be sitting next to him on those rocks. It's like, look, look at your other options, Javier. There are so many more fish in the sea. In fact, that fish right there is better than Julia Roberts. Yeah, both have trout lips, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which I you love. Want, you want trout lips? I, I would at some point, maybe. Okay, cool. Just like as an aesthetic. Yeah, but maybe. We'll see. We'll see how okay. far we can go. I definitely want the top of my lip to touch the bottom of my nose. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the bottom one just to be the same. So it's like, a, yeah, I it's like FKA twigs. <laughs> I don't ever want that to change. Yeah, FKA twigs has really pretty lips. FKA twigs is freaking gorgeous. I know. But enough about her. Let's get back to this movie. Yeah, because it's all about Julia Roberts' character. It's only about Liz. Liz, the the world revolves around you, Liz Gilbert. Only Liz Gilbert. Yeah. I hope she hears this episode, the real Liz Gilbert. Yeah, she's probably dead now. Uh, You think so? Uh, Girl, no, she would not die. (laughs) She has too much money. (laughs) She has too much Uh, time. (laughs) No, John, you know what? If she did die, it would be the ultimate, like, leaving all your friends behind. I did it first. Yeah, eat, pray, die. (laughs) Eat, pray, Um, I died before you. (laughs) So... Um, uh, yeah, that's the movie. They she sail falls off in into the distance and, um, the movie Do they ends. Sail off? I actually can't remember. I can't. They're either kissing on the, by the water or something like that. I don't know. John, I can't remember how it but ends. She I'm not ate, joking. She prayed and she loved. And she's never prayed before. The only time she ever prayed was when she was asking God for help about her divorce. Give me a sign. Tell me what I need to do. And then she goes to her bed right after praying and is like. I don't want to be married. Oh, right. Anymore. The prayer, the prayer moment. She is like, she's praying aloud yeah. all by herself and being like, being like, God, <laughs> I've never done this before. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I mean, we've never uh, formally spoken. We've never formally spoken. And I feel like I'm just going to say, nice to finally meet you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. I know. It's freaking, uh. So okay. what did you think about this movie, Travis? This movie is so pretentious. Uh-huh. This movie is incredibly pretentious. <laughs> it is really. I actually, I don't like this movie. I'm not going to lie. I, it was very I, bad. I actually think that this could easily be one of Julia Roberts' worst movies. And I yeah. love Julia Roberts, dude. I, yeah, I Julia do. Roberts is the best. She's incredible. And I love everyone that was in this movie. I just feel bad that they made this movie. Yeah, it's like it's a, it could have been actually pretty cool had some choices not been made. But I mean, whatever. And, and I like rom-coms. I'm not calling rom-coms good. I love Crazy Stupid Love. I love it. It's one of the best. But yeah. this is not that. Yeah, this um, was two hours and 20 minutes of John. First I off. So long. Yeah. No. It was just this like is, two hours and 20 minutes is excessive. This is too long. Give me Never Been Kissed. Give me Drew Barrymore and Never Been Kissed. We need 90 minutes of like hitting those plot points, get the beats out of the way. And yeah, I miss the age of the rom-com. I truly do. Yeah. I think my sister was the one who got me into Julia Roberts. I love Julia Roberts. This movie sucks. This movie. I mean, Julia Roberts is so a part of our consciousness since we were like kids. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Still going. I don't know. Honestly, I don't out of. Out of like 10 friends left behind, I'm giving this movie a three. I do not like this movie at all. It was was quite bad, quite hard to watch. 
cringy moments. Very... The whole movie was cringe, dude. Yeah, the... and just it was Ugh. so awful. And I watched this with Redacted, and I was like, Did and... he like it? It, it's a it's a it's a perfect movie to like hate watch with another person. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I feel like he hadn't seen it either. And so we were like, com- we're like looking at each other. It's one of those movies <laughs> where something happens and then you look over to like give a look like, oh, yeah. my God, are you Dude. seeing what I'm seeing? And they're totally seeing it with you. Yes. It's like, so, uh, yes, like yes, oh, yes. my God. Uh, yeah. It's uh, one of those. So I for don't... me, out of one out of ten um uh javier bardem's nearly running you over with his car which i think is a kink i forgot about that (laughs) uh i would give it that's how they met yeah that's how they met it was a meet cute as they say it is Um, a meet cute but like terrifying meet cute yeah she like literally (laughs) almost died um i would give it uh three yeah this movie sucks dude i'm so sorry yeah, usually like the bad movies like have some sort of redeeming quality in some regard. And I this one literally doesn't have it. Can I tell you the reason why I'm giving this a three and not yeah. lower is because. From a, when I was watching this, I was like, this house. Viola Davis. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I like Viola Davis. The thing is, is like this movie does have like. If you're looking at it at face value, it has some. It has like some decent things that you can take away from it. Maybe. Yeah, like it. Maybe you shouldn't be such a giant bitch your whole life. And yeah. um, I don't know. <sighs> there I were mean, some heartwarming moments that I was like, I like that, but not enough. Not enough. No, there was nothing pulling at my heartstrings, even though they really, really tried to. They tried hard. Uh, yeah, but they had it's just because they hadn't hooked me in from the beginning. Like, I do not like this person. Like they did Billy. They did like it's just the whole reason why she's going is like just crazy, crazy white privilege. And, you know, she just got mad at that sourdough being too big for the toaster. I know that <laughs> fucking bitch. Uh, no, I know. John, if I could have had a kidding. voiceover today. Yeah. You're like, I gotta I, go. I would have started. I gotta my go day to with, Italy. Yeah. I would have started my day with a voiceover just like she did in this movie. And I'd have been like, <laughs> yeah. And you know what the last draw was? The sourdough didn't fit in the toaster. And that was like, you just rip it apart and then you just leave. (laughs) What I do is I throw the whole loaf of bread in the garbage. You file for divorce immediately. John, instead of being a normal person and cutting those two pieces of bread in half to make four smaller versions of toast. True, true, true. Instead of being a logical person. So figuring out a way of uh, figuring it out, you know. And then, so that's how my day started. My day started <laughs> fucked up toast, and now I'm going to Italy, India, and Bali. Does this change your rating at all? No. Or are you also giving your morning a three? I'm giving my morning a uh, eat, pray, love. So yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I yeah, but uh, oh yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, please, we, we have, have to get know. to the Rotten Rotten Tomatoes of it all. I was expecting. I thought that people like loved this movie for some reason because it was like thrown in our faces. I always knew that this movie was a thing, but like I got to Rotten Tomatoes and it's a thirty six percent tomatometer. John, we're right. We're correct. Yeah, and the audience is forty two percent. Like people See, did not uh, listen. Enjoy. I we've never done this where the audience is so close. Yeah, this movie's it's like, stupid. 
and everybody agrees. This movie sucks. <laughs> give, give me a review. What's one of the reviews? Uh, Okay, so the critics' consensus is the scenery is nice to look at and Julia Roberts is as luminous as ever, but without the spiritual and emotional weight of the book that inspired it, Eat, Pray, Love is too shallow to resonate. There you go. That is spot on. It doesn't go deep whenever it's trying to. Even in that, the the actor um, with the glasses who was the drunk that almost killed his daughter or something. like Yeah, groceries like, guy. They, they go hard in trying to make that like an Oscar moment. John, they tried very hard. And can I tell you, I was like, not in this movie. They haven't done. I mean, they've already, they lost me an hour and a half ago. I'm sorry. Like not sorry. in this movie. The I'm tears. sorry. Uh, Richard Jenkins is the guy. He's is great. The guy's name. And his, his character name is Richard from Texas. Oh, so Dick from and, Texas. Yes. So Dick, Dick, Texas <laughs> and Viola Davis is, you know, what, you know what her uh, character's name is in this in the script. R- no friend from work. Are you kidding? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Delia Shiraz. Oh, the, I kind of like hmm? not. A Wait, bad is it name. Shiraz or Syrah? I don't I've named don't her after a named her a after wine? a drink. So is weird. that a wine? I think so. I don't know. Oh, ew, gross. James Franco's character's last name is Piccolo. Piccolo? Is that, is that a tiny wiener reference? John, a piccolo is like a I think it's a wind instrument. A tiny flute. Is it? That's what yeah. it is, right? Mm-hmm. What's his character's name? Uh, David Piccolo. David Piccolo. Yeah. Piccolo, and no, she Bardem did is... it, girl. Cause nah. <laughs> Piccolo, no, she didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry I stepped on that. That was amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Billy Crudup's character name is simply Steven. Okay. He's, uh, he is hot. Oh, but what I was going to say is whenever they're first going up to have like the divorce proceedings, like talking yeah, with the yeah. lawyer. Can I tell you, he fully looked like he had just done like eight lines of blow in the bathroom. Yeah, he was like, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think he was like. In was real like life, a, his, he looked just from me recognizing what it looks like from a he's mirror. He's a pale person. He's a pale person. Not even just that. There was this weird redness and it wasn't tear redness. That was Coke, girl. That was cocaine. That was cocaine. And, and listen, that's just. That's my you know, opinion. It conjecture. It's speculation. It's my hearsay. Opinion. It's uh, allegedly. It's not real. But uh, so let's get to some. Since we have a little bit of time, some scathing reviews. Yeah. Let's go to top critics. Okay. Here on RottenTomatoes.com. And uh, okay, so Rachel Kincaid uh, gave it a splat, a rotten. <laughs> and she says, without discounting the importance of Gilbert's decision. It can't be removed from its context. It's a story about choosing self over prescribed generic femininity, a world of a world of your own making over the deeply patriarchal American upper middle class. That's not a review. That's a fucking statement. Yeah. Give us some give us some nasty tear it apart. OK, here we go. Uh, Jim Shrimp Shembri from uh, The Age in Australia says a tiresome, humorless, lifeless, overlong dirge. In which the lofty pretension to say something deep about the quest for self and the female condition all gets blown away by an insipid, off-the-shelf romantic movie ending. Yeah. 10,000% that. Yeah. 
And so uh, another one says the director, Ryan Murphy, brings only the most obvious sentiments to the borderline intolerable proceedings. What is this, a legal case? I actually don't even know what that person just said. Yeah. Can you reread that one? Because I truly could not follow what just came out of that person. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The director, Ryan Murphy, brings only the most obvious sentiments to the borderline intolerable proceedings. No. Ew. Ugh. I don't know. If you were to rate this review. If I was to rate (laughs) that review, that... That like, review okay. is, and of itself, eat, pray, love. Yeah, it, the, it's saying it's something not without very saying self-aware, anything. is it? No, and it's like this is like uh, I don't know repair instructions. I'm this sorry. Is, no, that review is that review is this movie. It's like these people. These people are criticizing the movie of not having like uh, like substance or depth. Without their reviews having any substance and depth. depth. No. It's like, come on now. I'm sorry. We and, want- and maybe we don't have any substance and depth, but guess what? I'm not over here fucking trying to make riddles out of my reviews. Oh, here's one. Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian. Oh, yes. Sit, watch, groan. <laughs> Yawn, fidget, stretch. <laughs> Eat Snickers, pray for the end of a dire film about Julia Roberts' emotional growth. Love the fact that it can't get, can't last forever. Wince, daydream, frown. Okay, John, whoever that guy is, he is is a huge queer and I love him. (laughs) Yeah, his name's Peter Bradshaw. Any any um, relation to Carrie Bradshaw? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Okay, so they're like, uh, let me see if any of their. uh, Oh, gosh, they just uh, they the same uh, Peter Bradshaw just reviewed Bo is Afraid. Uh oh, no no no! Yeah. Don't look yet. I've looked. You did. I've looked. <laughs> no, I haven't watched it. I uh, yeah. So let's see here. Uh oop oop oop. Uh oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't really say anything. It doesn't spoil anything. That movie's I, three hours long, so I don't know, John. That's a lot of Joaquin Phoenix. It's an it's an awful lot of Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, um, what's the review for Bo's Afraid? It's very general. It's just, it's basically indicting the runtime, which oh, it rightly should. Okay. It says this three plus hour tale of edible edible misery sees Phoenix on uncharacteristically boring form and ultimately collapses into silliness. Oh, well, huh? I, I mean, that's kind of it like wasn't a, as scathing as the eat, pray, love one. That was really funny. I did like that one. That was good. Well, I mean, um, I John, we did, did we it. ever figure out how much this movie cost and how much it made? I, I, I saw that it made $80 million its opening weekend. Oh, it's yeah. opening weekend, which means it's had. And this was in the time when these movies sat in theaters for like a month and yeah. a half. Oh, you know, I'm sorry. It is 80 million uh, grossing worldwide, which is like, I guess, 12 weeks or something like that. I don't know. Oh, so it wasn't a huge hit. Well, I mean, probably after the first weekend when people realized what this movie was, no one was going to watch it. Yeah. So, I mean, good for the woman who wrote this book. I mean, I don't feel like she learned anything on her trip. Yeah, apparently the book is supposed to be like remarkably deeper and actually compelling. That's what I hear. Like she learned something like she goes into real like personal truths and like real inner conflict and things that people can actually relate to. Oh, okay. Cause this, this was not it. 
No, no, no. Well, then maybe I'm not going to shit on her or her book because that does happen a lot. Adaptations get. You know what I want in in an Eat, Pray, Love is um, somebody who's like living in their car. Has a zero dollars to their name and still has to find themselves in some way, shape or form and goes on like a crazy road trip. And eat, praise, loves. But instead of Italy, instead of Italy, um, India and Bali, it's um, Granger, Indiana for all the yeah. cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's like Wisconsin for the cheese, but like Granger, though, because they can't stay in Wisconsin. Yeah, but, so but, they're but loving it, loving it at the same like Julia Roberts level, <laughs> like yeah. subjective experience of they, like euphoria and being like, ha, 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 ha. what if their life lessons is not getting what you want, meaning they couldn't buy alcohol on Sunday because it's a dry county. Right, right, uh, right. So they they're like scram. They're like looking for uh, quarters and every nook and cranny of their car just to get a little tiny um, shooter from the yeah, 7-Eleven. Yeah. Uh huh. They had to drive. <laughs> they had to drive across the border to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they learned a and, lesson. Yeah, and then uh, they go. They just yeah, just one of those like really mediocre eat, pray, love like American um, nowheresville road trip. Yeah. The eat part, they uh, they go to one of um, one of the restaurants that was recommended in diners, drive-ins and dives. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I, you know, they, they have they talk like this. They're like, you know, what I've always wanted to do. And it's all oh, it's all in a mission before they plan on committing suicide. Oh, that's dark. And then but but the brighter twist is that they through their unexpected um, misadventures, they find meaning to go on even though they don't like run into riches or anything like that. Yeah. And they did find a hair in their food. Exactly. Which is enough reason. (laughs) Honestly, right there. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, eat, pray, love. That's the movie, everyone. We hope we're so sorry. Once again, the live didn't work. We'll figure it out and we'll let you know. Yeah. But in the meantime, follow us on Instagram for all in for information on upcoming shows and things like that. It's at Mean Girls Interrupted Instagram and stuff like that. We have so a Twitter. Us- it's at mm-hmm. MGI pod. I never post there anymore. Never, 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 um, never. I only go on Twitter for the political discourse, which I love watching people yell at each other in the porn. <laughs> and then that's it. So don't go to our Twitter. Sorry, yeah. I told you that. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, it's okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's it. And um, uh, Illy, oh, you forgot. Um, to, you were saying before I interrupted you because that's what we do here. Uh, yeah, girls answer. interrupted at gmail.com. You can send us an email. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that as well. And uh, or you go to go to meangirlsinterrupted.com and find all that information there. And yeah. the, in the meantime, um, we're just gonna have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits, you lonely boat waiting for Javier Bardem and Julia Roberts to get on and have sloppy sex in. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.